We thank you for tonight. We're grateful for another time to study your word together. We submit ourselves to your word to be fed by you, to receive of you tonight. Thank you for the revelation of Jesus Christ and, all, and what he's done for us in redemption. Thank you, Father God, because ignorance will be dispelled today. We will begin to fly on the wings of revelation. Lord, take a hold of the things that you have given to us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Pray for everyone who is not yet here, still wants up to be here, that they'll be stirred up, Lord, to, to join us quickly so that we can all partake of the bread from heaven. Tonight, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we can quickly send messages to brethren that. You know that they should join us. That, that the fellowship has started. Okay. Glory to God. Let's turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians and chapter 12, which has been our, um, the scripture we have been studying. And, and um, a quick recap within. He said, we are learning about spirituals. Okay. Verse 1 of chapter 12 says, now concerning spirituals or spiritual gifts. The word gift is in italics. So it's talking about spiritual things. I'll rather put spiritual things. It says, now concerning spirituals, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Concerning spirituals, I don't want you to be ignorant. And um, I think we should recap some things about uh, what we had said about what it means to be ignorant. We said to be ignorant can either mean you don't know anything at all, Right, you are not educated in any way, never heard. Okay, for example, I am ignorant of how London Bridge looks like. I've never been there. So, ignorant because I have never experienced it. So, that's one aspect of ignorance. But if we examine very well, what kind of ignorance is he talking about here? Praise God. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Look at what he says. Paul, verse 1, Paul called an apostle of Jesus Christ by the truth, by the will of God, and sustains to the church of God, which is at Corinth. So who is he writing to? He's writing to the church of God at Corinth. To them that are sanctified in Christ. So is all the church the church of God refers to the people of God and it says that they are sanctified in Christ Jesus. They are called saints. The word to be, the phrase to be is in italic, so it means it's not their original. So we are not called to be saints. We are called saints. Saints. But all that in every place call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? Verse 4. I thank you my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. I thank my God that you have received the grace of God. 
the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. That in everything you are enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge. Okay? Verse 7. Verse 6. Even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that you, be, you come behind in no gift waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So in other words, he was saying these guys, he said, I know you guys, and I thank God because of the grace of God that you received. What is the grace of God that was given to them? Praise God. Second Corinthians chapter 13. What's the grace of God that was given to them? Verse 14, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is the love of God, which is the communion or the sharing of the Holy Ghost. The word be is in italics, which means it is not there originally. It means, so he said that the sharing of the Holy Ghost with you all. In other words, the Holy Ghost is with them. So the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that they received is the Holy Ghost that was given to them by Jesus Christ. Remember, Jesus said, when I, I, when I go away, the comforter will come. Praise God. This speak here of the Holy Ghost. John chapter 7, verse 37. So when he says that you are enriched, sorry, I thank my God for the grace of God which is given to you. What's the grace of God given to them? It's the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God that we might know the things that have freely given to us of God. So what was given to us? What was the gift? Or what was the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is the love of God, is the fellowship of the Holy Ghost. Right? And the Bible says that we have received the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So we are enriched. And in verse 5, it now says, in everything you are enriched. So when the Bible now says that in verse chapter 12, that concerning spirituals, that is things about the spirit, spiritual things, praise God, things about the spirit of God that you have received. I don't want you to be ignorant. So they cannot say that they don't know about the Holy Ghost because at salvation, praise the Lord, they received the Holy Ghost. Every believer, let's look at it. Let's see Acts chapter, chapter 8. Acts 8. Let's read from verse 12. Bible tells us that in verse 5, Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Did you see that? He, what did he preach to them? He preached Christ unto them. Verse 12, and when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God, what was the things concerning the kingdom of God? He preached Christ unto them. What is the meaning of he preaching Christ to them? He's preached concerning the things of the kingdom of God. What is the things of the kingdom of God about? It's about the name of Jesus Christ or the accomplishments of Jesus. Praise God. The Bible said they were baptized, both men and women. So they believed and uh, they were baptized. That is, they got born again. Praise God. So these guys, uh, they got born again. And you and I know that we can't get born again. Uh, said no one says Jesus is Lord except by who? By the Spirit of God. So the day they got born again, everyone received the Spirit of God. Verse 14. 
when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God. What does it mean that for them to have received the word of God? They believed the preaching of water, of who? Of Philip. So they believed the preaching, right? And believing the preaching, they received the word. Receiving the word means they were baptized in the name of Jesus, which means they received Jesus into their hearts. So verse 14, again, he said, they heard that Samaria had received the word of God. The word received there, right, in the, in the Greek is, it's, uh, 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 is a word that means to welcome. Like you are welcoming a visitor, a stranger into your home. Okay? So they welcomed that process. The day you got born again, you welcomed Jesus into your heart. Hallelujah. So the, 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 and the welcoming of Jesus into your heart meant you received the Holy Ghost. You got born again by the Spirit. Remember John chapter 3? Verse, let's let's see John chapter 3. Jesus said, uh, explaining what it means to be born again, uh, right? Uh, Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, verse 5, except a man be born of water, that is of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Did you see that? So so we are born, anyone who is born again means he's born of the Spirit. The Spirit of God is involved in the born again experience. You received the Spirit the day you got born again. You welcomed him into your heart. You welcomed him into your life. Now back to Acts 8. Now, this simple Verse 16. Okay, verse 14. When the apostles who are Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent to them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Hey, wait there. We are seeing the word receive again. I, I thought we just said that when the God, when they received the word of God, they welcomed the Holy Ghost. They got born again. They were baptized in the name of Jesus. Same thing. Same thing. Said in different ways. Praise God. But here they are saying that they prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was falling upon none of them. Only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. To be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus means to get to be born again. It's not referring to water baptism here. Hallelujah. Now, so, because the Bible tells us, Paul tells us that we have one baptism. One baptism. One, one baptism. So, one baptism there is referring to us to an immersion into Christ. We were immersed into Christ once, the day we got born again. But here he said that they sent, uh, Peter and John prayed for them that they might receive. Now that word receiver is different from the word receiver in verse 14. Right? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. In verse 14. So the, the word receive in verse 14 is different from the word receive in verse 15. That's why, see, we, 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 we should, when a good Bible student, uh, praise God, should always check up words in the Greek, in the Hebrew language, you know, check up those word dictionaries because uh, it can mean a whole, uh, one word can be used for several minutes. The word receive here is that word I've shared it with us before, 
is the word lambano. And it means to take up forcefully and express that which you have. Praise God. To take up forcefully that and express that which you have. So, in other words, he's saying that they prayed for them so that they can uh, lambano the Holy Ghost. Uh, they can, they can, the Holy Ghost can, they can begin to take advantage of the Holy Ghost on the, the ministry of the Spirit on the inside of them. Praise God. The Bible says, then late, verse 17, they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. Bible said they received the Holy Ghost. How do we know that they received the Holy Ghost? Read on. When Simon saw that through laying on of on of laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given. He offered them money, saying, give me also this power on whomsoever I lay my hands, he might receive the Holy Ghost. Hey, Simon saw something. When arms were laid on this book, what, what did Simon see? Let's read on. But Peter, verse 20, said unto him, your money perish with you because you have thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. You have neither part nor lot in this matter, for your heart is not right in the sight of God. What is the matter? The word matter, praise God, is another interesting word. It does well, it is not. We don't use it. It is not like we use it in our normal English language here. Okay, I want to get the Greek uh, meaning to us. Chapter eight, verse twenty. It says, "The word matter, right, is the word logos." And what is logos? Logos is speech. So what so what does so what what Simon must have seen was that they spoke. There was a speaking, right? There was utterance. It actually means uttered, a word uttered by a living voice. So, which means, what does that mean? That, that means, if you read, I, I mean, based on what happened in Acts chapter 2, you know, you, you know that they were speaking in tongues. So, it was referring to all trans by the Spirit. It was referring to them speaking with other tongues. So, they lambanoed. In other words, they, these guys in Acts chapter 8, when they got born again, did they Receive the spirit, yes. Amen. But how come they didn't speak in other tongues? Because they were ignorant of the presence of the spirit on the inside of them, enough for them to be able to speak with other tongues. Hallelujah. Remember Acts chapter 10. In Cornelius' house, the Bible said the Holy Ghost fell on all of them and they began to speak with tongues. Two things happened simultaneously. They got born again and, and got filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. So which means it is possible for you to be for a person to be born again and get filled with the Holy Ghost and begin to speak with other tongues immediately. It's possible. But most times it is not so because uh, praise God because we are ignorant. So, the ignorance here is not, is the fact, it's not about, okay, we don't know anything about the Holy Spirit, or we don't, we don't, we haven't received the Holy Ghost. The ignorance here is because we, a person, the ignorance here refers to a person not paying attention to or ignoring the things of the spirit. So back to First Corinthians chapter twelve. 
So when he says, I don't want you to be ignorant, he's saying, I don't want you to ignore these things. I don't want you to, to live, I want to live in the consciousness of, of the spirit of God that you have. Praise God. Amen. I want to live in the consciousness of it. Because if we do not live in the consciousness of it, we will not be able to, we will not express him fully. We will not express him fully. And then we read on and we looked at uh, the fact that there are differences of administrations of the five from verse, verse 4, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. Hallelujah. There were diversities of gifts, but what the same spirit. The word diversity there means differences of gifts. The word gifts there is the word charisma, which means an endowment, something that you already have and can't be taken away from you. For example, some people are endowed with singing ability. For example, you know, it's not everybody that can sing like Michael Jackson or sing like Dunsi or sing like uh, Nathaniel Bassi. But even though everybody can sing. But theirs is a gift, natural gift. It's a gifting that they have. It's an endowment. Wake them up to sing. They will not sing. They will not sing uh, KW if there's anything like that. They won't. <laughs> Praise God. They won't sing out of tone. They won't sing out of step. You know, there's people. They don't. They will. They will sing when they sing. They are singing out of op. They are. They are just singing off points. They are just as if they are not singing in line with this. There is no tone. No. You know, <laughs> you understand what I mean? You know, that's something like that. Even if they hear, they don't have ear for music, naturally. Praise God. So that's what it means. My charisma here, when we receive the Spirit, remember, when the Spirit of God came on the inside of the believer, he said he would not, he, he made the, temp, the believer the temple of the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit does not come and go. Hallelujah. He abides with us forever. So, which means that his giftings also water, they came to us. I mean, the, the giftings of the Spirit are also there. The gifts of the Spirit, they are also there. Differences of gifts but the same spirit. Now, when he says differences of, 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 of gifts, it means he has different ways to, of expressing himself. It's the same spirit. It did not mean, it does not mean, or rather it did not say differences on different people. He just said, differences of gifts. Take note of that. Please pay attention. It did not say differences of gifts on different people. He just said differences of gifts. So yeah, there are different gifts, different streams of expression, but is the same Holy Ghost. So, in man, in 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 walking in spirituals, we're learning about the things of the spirit. We should therefore not um, segregate or say, "Oh, this is the one I can flow in." This one, I cannot flow in it. No. Potentially, every believer can flow in every of the gifts of the Spirit. 
because it's the same spirit. Hallelujah. It's the same spirit. And we'll see, we'll further see the reasons, to, you know, to convince us as we study on. Hallelujah. The reason Paul is saying this uh, because in verse, four, verse 1, he said, I don't want you to ignore the things of the Spirit. I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to ignore them. And that we can ignore because of wrong teachings. There are many believers today who are born again and are not filled with the Holy Spirit speaking with other tongues because they have just chosen to ignore it. Why? Because they have been wrongly taught or they have wrong mindsets. Hallelujah. I remember my mom, you know, she got filled with the Holy Ghost. I got her filled with the Holy Ghost in 1987. Meanwhile, she got born again in 1981. So for six years, she wasn't filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking other tongues. She, I remember I used to follow her to a particular church, you know, where she used to be. So that was that was where she got born again, you know. And so she would go, they'll be preaching about tarrying, they would tarry, 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 tarry. You know, my mother would go to the altar. She will weep, she will cry, she will praise, and all that. And then she joined another church where they believed that also. So in 1987, I just summoned Bolton. I called, hey, mom, you're only going to say, she's still waiting, she's still tarrying, and all that. And I said, hey, you know, you can't give her a few words now. And I ministered to her that evening in church, in our house, in our house and then she got, she got filled with the Holy Ghost. Start speaking with other tongues. After I taught her, meanwhile, for six years, she was waiting. Hallelujah. So wrong mindsets, wrong teachings can make us to ignore the things of the Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. Take note, let me repeat it again, because that statement is very, very important. It did not say that there are diversities of, of gifts, right? On different people. It just said that there are diversities of gifts. Now, look at verse 6. It says there are, and there are differences of administration. But the same law. Hallelujah. Differences of administration. Remember, last week we talked about this. What administration means? With me is the word, is the word from which the, uh, the word deacon is gotten from. Diaconos. Okay, it means uh, to serve. It means to serve. So to administer is to serve. Hallelujah. Look at it. To administer is to serve. So there are differences, that is, there are different ways or different expressions of this service. Now, let me ask a question. Praise God. If there are differences of administration, does who does the administration? Is it the Holy Ghost or it is the it is the minister? Obviously, it's the minister. We are the ones that administer. And remember, I, I think I shared it with us last week that God is ever ready. We are the ones that have to minister. If we stop ministry, God stops ministry. So there are differences of administrations. There are different means of service. Hallelujah. There are different 
means differences of service. So which means that for us, for the gifts of the Spirit, these endowments to find the expression, they find the expression through service. Hallelujah. So, don't, why should you not ignore it? If you ignore it, it means you are ignoring the differences, different means of service. It means you are not fervent in your service. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 12 tells us that we should be fervent in our service. We should be fervent in the spirit. Verse 11. Let's not be lazy in this spiritual business. Hallelujah. We should not be lazy in business. What business? The business of serving. The business of serving. Not slothful in business, but fervent in spirit. Fervent in spirit means fervent when it comes to spiritual matters. Because uh, you need to, you have been, you and I have been called uh, to what? To administer or to serve uh, through those, that means. So anyone, a believer, therefore, who is ignorant, uh, he said, I don't want you to be ignorant. An ignorant believer is one who therefore is ignoring, uh, praise God, uh, the administration or the services of the, the services of the people of God through what? The gifts of the Spirit. And remember, I shared with us that love ought to be the motivation. Love ought to be the motivation. If love is the motivation for our service, we will be eager always to serve. We'll be eager to see the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit amongst us. Why should you why why should you serve? It's so that uh, the the saints can be blessed. Verse 7, 1 Corinthians 12. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man for the common good or for the profit of all. Hallelujah. So the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the profit of all, for the common good. So why will we want to, therefore, you know, want to walk in these various administrations? is so that the saints can be water, can be blessed. The saints can be enriched. Uh, the saints can be edified. If you run to verse 30, he said, verse 31 rather, he said, covet earnestly the best gifts. Covet, chapter 14, verse 1, follow after love and desire spiritual gifts. What? will trigger the gifts of the spirit in our in our lives in our spiritual service it is when we earnestly desire it this year i am desiring so much to to increase in the manifestation of of the gifts of the Spirit in my life. Oh, it will aid better service. It will, it will aid better service. Hallelujah. He said, for to one is given by the Spirit. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man. The manifestation of, of the Spirit is given to who? Every man. Who are the men he's talking about? He's talking believer. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every believer. So every believer can manifest the Spirit. What is the manifestation of the Spirit? The receiving of the Spirit the day we got born again. 
uh, this may sound a bit new to you, but listen, listen, listen. The manifestation of the Spirit is the same as the giving of the Spirit. Is given to every man. When we got born again, what did every born again man or woman receive? He received the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians 2.12 We have not received the Spirit of the world, but we have received the Spirit which is of God. Every believer has received the Holy Ghost. So every believer has the manifestation, hallelujah, of the Holy Ghost. Every believer, every believer has it because every believer has been given. Praise God. Oh, we need to see, we need to see this. We need to see this. Every believer has been given. He said, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given. Bestowed, granted to us. Hallelujah. As a gift. It's not something you worked for. So, is the manifestation of the Spirit is not what we work for. That's the word here. The word here is the word didomai or didomi. Didomi is to give to you. It's just to give you something. To bestow a gift, to grant unto you. Okay? Of one's own accord to give one something to his own advantage. That's what it means. It means to supply. So do so when the Bible says for the manifest, but the manifestation of spirit is supplied to every man. When did we receive the supply of the spirit? Praise God at the new birth. So this is not a, a different manifestation. Hallelujah. So the manifestation of the spirit has been given to every man. Take note of the word every, underline it in your Bible. Every man includes you, not some special people. So in, from verse 8 to 10, he begins to express, he begins to tell us the various expressions of, of the Holy Ghost that we can find among believers. And every man has been given. Hallelujah. What am I trying to do today? I'm trying to show us, I'm trying to demystify the gifts of the Spirit. That is for some special people. No. Hallelujah. Or it's for some special ministry gifts. No. Yes, it will, you will see the manifestation of, depending on the ministry gifts, Right, you see more of the manifestation of some certain gifts in some ministries, right? Some, you know, the office in some offices, ministry offices now, right? Praise God. But every this manifestation is given to every believer. It means that every believer, right, has the capacity, has the ability, right? To flow in the word of wisdom, to flow in the word of knowledge, to flow in the gift of special faith, to flow in the gifts of healing, to flow in the working of miracles, to flow in prophecy, to flow in discerning of spirits, to flow in diverse kinds of tongues, and to flow in the interpretation of tongues. Praise God. The manifestation of the Spirit is given. So he now says, that's why he says in verse 1, don't be ignorant of this. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore. Many times we ignore. We don't see ourselves flowing in these things. The average believer on the street does not, is not, expecting it. He's not even desirous of it. He's not coveting earnestly. 
But how do we turn on? We turn on the gifts of the Spirit through desire, through strong, earnest desire. He said in verse 31, covet earnestly. Praise God, covet earnestly. What does it mean to covet earnestly? Praise God. It's the word, is the word zelu, which means to burn with zeal. That is, be zealous to express it. Be heated or to boil over. In a good sense, uh, to be zealous in, of, in the pursuit of good. To desire earnestly. To strive after. Hallelujah. So, if the believer has been asked to, to desire, many times uh, we don't see because we don't have strong desire. Either because we have been taught wrongly or we have just chosen that, well, this is not for me. Hallelujah. He said the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man. Every man. Praise God. Verse 1, chapter 14. Follow after love and desire spiritual gifts. Desire spiritual gifts. So really, is God the one withholding this thing? It can't be God or else. If God is the one that is fully, you know, controlling everything, then it's in that sense, uh, controlling the manifest. Then why will he tell us to desire? Why will he tell us to desire? It means that our desire has a lot to do with the expression of the things of the Spirit. Or else God would not tell you and I to go desire them. Why will he desire what, why should he ask us to desire what we can't get? Hallelujah. Remember, he's not talking to, he's talking to the church at Corinth. He's not talking to some special uh, ministers. Praise God. Praise God. Why will he tell us to desire it? If we, if, if is the one that determines when it flows. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you see that? Let, let's reason together. Let's reason together. Why will he tell us to desire if he's the one that determines how it flows? Well, I mean, when it flows. We're still going to see this. We are going to see, we are going to study verse, uh, 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 uh. we are going to study verse, uh, 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 verse 11 next week. Study verse 11 next week. But the question is, let's just, he says, we should earnestly desire it. It's like telling me to desire to, to, uh, let me give you an example. Oh, okay. To, to to I should desire to ride a, a Bentley, you know, in two months by the end of the first quarter of 2024. Uh, I should desire to drive a Bentley, Bentley 2023 model. You know, for me to start desiring that. It means I must have the ability. Praise God. Or rather, or put it in another way, if someone, if I know, if someone that can buy a Bentley for me, you know, come end of this first quarter, tells me, well, I want you to start desiring a, a Bentley. Even though the person has the ability, but the person does not, does not in his mind, the person does not, He's not going to, he knows that he doesn't have any plan to give me, buy a Bentley for me, you know, at the end of this quarter. But he comes and tells me, don't worry, just start desiring. 
you know, <laughs> you know, it will really, it will really be nice. You know, why should I start desiring, having strong desire to get a Bentley at the end of this first quarter? You know, even if the person promised me and the person does not have the intention of keeping it. Same thing. Why will God tell me to desire spiritual gifts if he's the one that is going to well, say, okay, well, Paul, today I don't want you to flow today. Tomorrow I want you to flow. No, okay. You can't be desiring, no. You are going to desire for the next 10 years. <clears throat> After 10 years, then you now start flowing with it. I mean, that, 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 that won't be that will be that will even be wise on the side of God, because what is the purpose of the spiritual or spiritual gifts? Is what is for edification. Is for edification. Is to carry out the work of ministry. So why will God now want to withhold it from me? And He just says, "I should seek. I should just keep desiring indefinitely." That's being that would be wicked. It's like you, you have a dog that is thirsty, and then you know you 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 are, you are holding a bottle of water. I don't I don't want to give the dog. You know the dog you, the dog will just keep panting, 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 running around you. You know give it the water. You know expecting the water, expecting the water. Being why you don't plan to give that 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 would be wicked. Hallelujah. So the Lord can't ask me to, to, to desire when there won't be a manifestation. So he says desire because the manifestations of the gifts of this or the manifestations of the of the spirit, right? It follows desire. Hallelujah. Simon in Acts chapter 8, desired it. But unfortunately, it is, he, he expressed his desires wrongly. He thought the means of getting it was usual, you know, because guy was, before he got born again, because he got born again too. Before he got born again, he was a sorcerer, you know. So the, he had always gotten spiritual powers through an exchange. Something must exchange. I mean, in the kingdom of the devil, spiritual powers must be exchanged. There must be an exchange for you to get spiritual powers. So that was the mindset. Remember, he just, he just got born again then. You know, so that was a mindset that he had. Did he desire the wrong thing? No. Hallelujah. He too wanted to, he desired, you know, you know, he was used to fame. Praise God. So he still carried that mindset into the kingdom of God after he got born again. So they had to correct him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, but there was a strong desire. I believe that guy must have gotten filled with the Holy Ghost eventually someday. You know. Praise God. When he got his heart right. Praise the Lord. So, the, the things of the Spirit, what am I saying in essence? There has got to be strong desire for the manifestation of the Spirit. Let's start cultivating that desire. Let's start cultivating that desire. The desire to, 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 to prophesy. Look at it. He said, guy, he said, I now look at look at what he said in chapter uh chapter 14. Let's go to chapter 14, verse 31. He said, For you all may prophesy one by one. Remember, he has said that we should what? They should, they should desire, especially to prophesy. Chapter 14, verse 1. Said they should desire it. They should, they should have earnestly desire it. We should earnestly covet it. And he said, so he said, all of you may prophesy one by one. That also, that's another evidence. That's to show me also. Because prophecy is one of the gifts of the Spirit. All trans gifts is one of the gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah. If it is as the Lord wills, I'm getting to next week's <laughs> teaching. 
if it's strictly as God wants, then it means that it will be wrong for Paul to say all of us should, should prophesy one by one. When you say all of all of you prophesy one by one, you know what that means. It means if there are ten of us in the room, the ten of us can prophesy one after the other. Awesome. So it means it means if we are if we are twenty, if we are fifty, it means the fifty of us can actually prophesy one after the other. He said, "I want." He said, "You may all prophesy one by one." Hallelujah. Yeah. That's what he said. What does this mean to prophesy? Speak under inspiration. Inspired by the Holy Ghost. Speak words. Inspired by the Holy Ghost. Then all of us can do it. So God wants us to start desiring it. He said, we can all imagine the gifts of healing flowing forth amongst us. Praise God. Remember the Holy Ghost meeting on Sunday? You know. Uh, when I called people out, oh, anybody that wanted to, I mean, you you be sensing that you should lay hands on the sick. You know. You've been seeing yourself laying hands on the sick. Come. Come out. I didn't touch anybody. Every, they were the ones that laid hands on the sick. Amen. Yeah. Why can't you lay hands? The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man for the profit of all, for the common good. Not so that they can show that, yes, we too, we are healers, but it's for the common good. Hallelujah. Do you know the reason why, let me tell you, the reason why we are not seeing much of healings when you lay hands, is because you are not earnestly desiring it. If we are going to follow the scripture, it's because you are not earnestly desiring it. You know, the Lord spoke to me after camp meeting, you know, and he said to me, he said, Paul, you know, speak, speak the truth to yourself. How much are you, he asked me a question, how much are you uh, 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 desiring to see people healed in your meetings. <laughs> that was a blow for me. You know? I, 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 I had to come to realization that, come, Paul, you have actually been ignorant. You have actually been ignoring the gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And you've actually been ignoring and so I had to repent. Say, Lord, I'll start desiring this. Start desiring it. Seeing myself lay hands on the sick and the sickly cover. See myself flow in power gifts. Flow in the in greater depths of revelation gifts. Hallelujah. Which I can flow in the gifts of healing. Why? It's about what? Huh? Earnestly what? Desires. So let's follow the word. Church, this year, praise God. In, I, I want you to hunger, to desire strongly, to flow, to increase. You know, it's our year of increase. To increase in the demonstrations of the spirit in your private ministry, in your personal ministry, in your personal life. To administer more. Hallelujah. Diverse differences of administration. But the same law. Amen. What does he mean by the same law? Who is the Lord is referring to here? We'll talk about that next week. Amen. We'll talk about that next week. Well, see, there are differences of administration. He wants, he says, uh, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man. Who is the man? The believer. He's given to every believer. Picture us in, in church. 
the manifestation of the Spirit was given is given to every believer for the common good. Friends, you know, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. We want to see more. We want to see more lives changed. We want to see more lives affected. We want to see more and more people demonstrate the, I mean, experience the love of God. We want to see the sick healed. All those tormented by the devil through sickness healed. What, 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 what I mean, what, what an awesome thing it will be. Hallelujah. That we won't have to lose our loved ones to sickness again. That, that we can that we will not have premature death amongst us. That we will not have people suffering in silence. It was said about uh, uh, Brother Higgin all throughout his days of pastoring. He said there was, he did not bury any single person in his, in his churches. It was said about E.W. Kenyon that his church E.W. Kenyon's church, all that all throughout the time he passed, he said he never buried anybody. Did you see the way James said it? James said, is any sick among you? So we know that it is not expected for people to be sick amongst us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We want to see the manifestations of the Holy Ghost, the demonstrations of the gifts of the Spirit. But it comes with us Fanning the flame of desire. How much do you desire it? How much do you desire it? Whether you're in Okota Church, or in, 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 uh, in Yaba Church, or you're on Kingsville Global, anywhere you are, we are, we are, we are, we, we are representatives of Christ. We are servants. We are administrators. Hallelujah. We are the deacons. To serve. He said we should be fervent in spirit. Serving. Fervent in spirit. Serving. Hallelujah. We should go beyond the uh, sorry, Pele. No, we should go beyond that. We want, to, we want to see the demonstrations of the power of God. Look at, look at, look at, look at the acts of the apostles. Acts of the apostles. Acts of the apostles. You know, Stephen was a deacon. Before he was even chosen as a deacon, he said the, one of the criteria, look at who, Stephen, uh, 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 look at verse 5, Acts chapter 6, the same pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Philip, Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. Stephen, he was not yet a deacon, but he was already he was already administering. He was already doing the work of deaconship. Hallelujah! Deaconship is not just okay. Come and serve them. No, no, this guy. He said he was full of faith. He was full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. He was full of faith. Verse eight. Look at this same Philip. And Philip, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. He was not an apostle. He was just an ordinary man who was given to the things of the Spirit. Who He had a strong, he must have had a strong desire. Hallelujah. Strong desire. Strong desire. Let's not just desire just uh, secular things alone. Let's desire the things of the Spirit. Amen. The Lord gave us these instructions in, in, in the outpour. That's why we are teaching along these lines. So that we will not be ignorant. He said, I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to ignore. Listen, why should we not ignore it? Chapter 14. Chapter 14. 1 Corinthians. Verse 37. 
if any man thinks himself to be a prophet or a spiritual person, let him acknowledge that the things I am writing to you are the commandments of the law. Are you a spiritual person? Yes, we are spiritual. But he said, if any man thinks he's, a, he's spiritual, amen, or he's a prophet, if any man thinks he's spiritual, are you spiritual? Yes, because you've got the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost on the inside of us is what made us spiritual. He said, we should acknowledge, we should recognize that this thing is not an option. It is a command of the Lord. We are being commanded to walk in these dimensions of the spirit. Can we all walk in these dimensions of the spirit? Yes, we can. Someone says, well, you know, I tried to some years ago, you know, but it looked at, I mean, it, it, nothing came out of it. I got disappointed. Oh, I laid hands on people, you know, and, not, and, and the person I laid hands on, in fact, it got worse. The person died. Amen. So why should I desire it? Why should I desire it? It must not stop you and I from desiring it. It is a command. He said, if any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. He said, but if any man be ignorant, that is, if any man chooses to ignore this, well, he can go ahead. But you have got to recognize that what I'm writing to you is the commandment of the Lord. This is how he wants us to walk. Praise God. Our meetings should no longer just be ordinary. We should see more miracles, which we can only see when we desire. Oh, that you will preach to people and you, you can do, we can begin to desire to operate in revelation gifts. Operating revelation gifts, operating revelation gifts, seen by the Holy Ghost, that we see things by God, we know things by the Holy Ghost. Bible says that Jesus perceived in their hearts what they were thinking. Oh, oh, how wonderful it will be for us to walk in those dimensions of perception. As we minister to, this, to, to the saints, as we minister even to unbelievers. Do you know that when, they, when this, 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 the, the gifts of the Spirit are to aid us in our, in our, what do you call it, in our evangelism and our soul winning? Hallelujah. Friends, Corvettes. Desire. Fan, fan, fan the flame. Fan the flame. Pray in tongues about it. Read about it. Study about it. Think about it. Let's not just be too carried away by the things like Sister Kenny was describing today. You know, as we go into the year, we just get overwhelmed by natural things. Yes, they are necessary for us to carry out, but let's not, let's not get too carried away by natural things that there is no desire. There is no pursuit. Like Mike Modoc would say, the proof of desire is what is pursuit. Praise God. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for tonight. Oh, Konabashata Laba. Frene Nongabata. E kukuntu stuka brovala thronong steita. Songle breve prede kangro duste ne mankle profapa. Rondo kushtimanda. For the kingdom of God is not only in word, but the kingdom is in power. Oh, do not just be about words. It also is about power. And so begin to earnestly desire and lay hold and pursue, oh, that the power of God will be manifested through your ministry. For you see, none 
is exempted from the abilities of the Spirit. Everyone has been included in the path, for we are one body, one with the Lord Jesus. Oh, we are his hands and his feet upon the earth. And so let's begin to strongly desire it and run with it, run with it, run with it. You don't give up. You don't give in. Or they don't so far fruity, strong, else to prada driver. But yet, keep it right in the front body. Keep it right before you. And you will see that a little here, a little there, a little here, a little there, until it suddenly becomes a gusher. Something uh, that becomes common amongst you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We give you glory. We give you praise. Father, they will be established in this truth and in all righteousness. In Jesus' name. Amen.